Welcome back to the new EDU podcast. We're so excited to... Um, so excited. <laughs> thank you for reiterating my excitement for yeah, the episode, Waking. Totally um, no, we're so excited that you're joining us again just for another conversation about what is happening in the world of education, whether that be in your classrooms, in your household, when you're at home with your kids doing virtual, digital learning right now. And so... Um, yep, all of the things. All the things. All of the things are still going on guys. And so we wanted to chat just a little bit today about focusing on how you start your day. Wade and I have always, Mm -hmm. always been big believers in whether it be in your personal life, whether it be in your classroom, whether it be at home now during a pandemic with your kids, um, that how you start your day is how you end your day. And so we wanted to talk today about some strategies for getting your day off on the right start with yourself and with your children and how that truly plays a huge role and an impact on our productivity and our efficiency and our happiness throughout the day. Great teachers don't just come from the classroom. They can be found almost anywhere in your life. That's why we, Wade and Hope King, created this podcast to connect you with the stories, the tools, and the joy you need to take education to the next level. Nowadays, everyone's an educator. Whether you chose that career or not. And we're all in this together. So come on, let's do this. Welcome Welcome to to the the new EDU. Through experiences, and I think everybody has this experience on whether you believe if you have that positive mindset in the morning or if you don't, you can definitely tell a difference if you don't focus on what you're thankful for and what's going great in your life and to prioritize and keep your priorities in check. Because if you don't, uh, you may not be successful in what you have set your goals for for the day or whatever it may be. I mean, I, re- I remember when I was in college, and I think a lot of people can uh, remember when you're in college, <laughs> your priorities aren't really where they're supposed to be. Maybe you had a different experience. I had great priorities in college. I mean, I had priorities. Yeah, I, I guess I, I had priorities, but I didn't hold myself accountable like I should. And I think that was more of a maturity thing. But I think learning through, I mean, who doesn't love to sleep, right? Right, Hope King? <laughs> yes? I do love a good nap. Miss Nap Queen. I do love a good nap. But Mainly since I became a mom, but yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, but, but but thinking back, even back then, it's kind of those experiences, and, and Dave says it all the time, experiences are for us. They, they don't happen to us, and we have to learn from those experiences on what was successful and what wasn't. It's so easy if, if you're going through a hard time to just stay in the bed or to nap or just to chill out. Yeah, I mean, we, we all have ways that, that we have to cope with certain situations. But at the end of the day, we got to push through that. Yeah. And I agree that right now is such a challenging time. I know it has been an incredibly, you know, I have always been, like we said, always been a big believer in how you start your day is how you end your day. But I have found that to be an incredible challenge for me during this season because truly, you know, at the start of the pandemic, I felt like I really had it going on. Like I was like, okay, this is the, the an opportunity that we All we have is time right now. Like we are given this gift of time. We can't say we don't have enough time. We can't say that time is the issue. We can't say we're too busy. And so I was like, 
this, I, I, we are going to do this right. Like, I am going to come out of this quarantine Hope King made a schedule, shape. a calendar. I had a calendar. I was, like, cleaning yeah. my house every night. And like every night, that was like, solid. I was like, what are we doing here? That, and listen, I'm telling you the productivity, the mood, the happiness, the joy, the way that I was able to attack the day was completely different than where it started shifting come June. And I think it's because I was like, you know, we didn't think that we would still be here in this pandemic at this point in this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that it just got the best of me as those those months continue to progress and we were stuck in the house. And so um, now more than ever, though, I truly, you know, am seeing and it's something that Back then, it was kind of easy. I was like, okay, it's almost like a new time, like a, a new. Okay, this is a, it was new, a new challenge. It was, it was a new challenge, and yeah. you had a new you had a new goal for yourself. And now it's a freaking old challenge, and I'm over it, and I'm <laughs> done, and I'm tired of the stupid pandemic. And well, it's what's I'm sustainable. I'm exhausted by it, but it is what's sustainable. But but the point is, is that you know. When things are new and when we change things up, it's a lot easier. And my point here is that it is very difficult. And right now is a difficult time for everyone. And if you're finding that your biggest challenge is getting out of bed or taking Mm -hmm. a shower, join the club. (laughs) That's me on a lot of days. But, But what I have found is that even in this time, like getting back to the the schedule, the routine of how I'm starting my day truly, truly has an insane impact on how my day progresses. So we're going to dive into this and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about starting our day off personally, what we do for ourselves and yeah. just some tips and strategies for for maybe you or some reminders or maybe you just needed this to kind of snap you into the mindset of, oh man, I've really been getting lazy with my, my you know, how I start my day and my morning yeah. routines. And then we also want to talk about the same is true for kids. Like, it's not just all of a sudden when you turn 35 that you need a morning routine. You need something to motivate you. You need something to get you out of bed and get you focused and excited for the day. And so we're going to talk about what this looks like with kids at home and also with our mm-hmm. students in the classroom and how we motivate them for learning every single day, too. So we'll dive in with personal first, yeah. though, because it starts with us, especially as the parent or as the educator. And so starting our daily routine. Yeah, I mean, uh, just going back 10 plus years, just with you and I specifically, We've been married for 10 years now, a little over 10 years. I think even at the very beginning, I mean, Hope and I have always taught together. We've pretty much worked in the same school almost our whole educational career in different, obviously in different roles. But I mean, when you live together and you work at the same place, especially if you're a teacher, you're going to try to save money wherever you can. And so you're going to carpool to school together. And I can think vividly uh, just when we first started uh, living together, teaching together, just going on this journey together on how different our personalities were in the morning. Wow. Right? Uh, I mean, it's When you talk about getting married opposite. and like you recognize like, who did I marry? It mm-hmm. was like the beauty and the beast every morning, like literally. See, and that's and that's the way she sees it. I mean, literally. And, and, and again, I mean, there's so much commonality just with educators and and parents right now, I mean, because I, I know that they're thinking the same thing about their sp- spouse and and how different they could be. But for me, I, I don't see it as Beauty and the Beast. Like I was never, I was just quiet. He was a beast guy. I was, I was just super quiet. But <laughs> but riding, I mean, think about this: you're, you're riding to to work with your wife, and she just does not stop talking the whole entire time. I have big plans, guys. I have big have big goals and dreams for the day. Okay. It's it's great, and so do I. But what I'm doing is I'm thinking about everything that I have to do. I'm getting my mind right. I'm, I'm focusing on that. Now, I will answer her, but it would be like a what? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yep. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, it would mm. irritate mm. me to know. And I was like, I need a little bit more than a grunt or a grunt. That's why I call it being right. a beast. You just That's the way we were, and we were kind of understanding that. And so I love to work out. Hope loves to work out. But I would always go to, to the gym, and I would us- usually go like after school or during wrestling practice when I was coaching wrestling. And one of the best principals I've ever worked for, Kevin Black, he would he would go to the gym in the morning too. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I really got to start my day a little bit different. And that's when I said, you know what? I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to go work out with, with my administrator for an hour before school. Now that, that was making me wake up extra early, drive to the gym, come back home, pick Hope up. But I was energized. I was ready to go. And so, I mean, starting your day, how you start your day is how you're in your day, but it's not only for you, it's for the people who are around you and that surround you. And sometimes you have to figure out what type of person you live with, what are your kids like, and what do they need as well? Honestly, I mean, nothing was distracting me when I would wake up early in the morning. I could get whatever I wanted to get done, and I could always get that workout in at the start of the day. And it just, it made my day so much better because now I can have an energetic and a happy conversation with the person I work with and I love and who is also my best friend. Now, that didn't solve my whole day, but it definitely got my day off to a better start. Well, I think that, you know, the first point here is that as we're starting our day, self-care can be in the morning. Like people always say, well, that's great. I'm a, you know, that self, the whole self-care concept, I understand, but I'm a mom. Like, do you not understand that I don't have time? That is purely an excuse because yes, it's about making time. It's about prioritizing yourself. And with any priority that you set, there will be sacrifices. Mm -hmm. So if you are prioritizing your self-care, then yeah, that might mean that you have to get out of bed a little bit early. And let me tell you something, for the first month, that is going to be... I can't. I will. I mean, for, refrain for, from saying it's, it's, it's what a little. It I, I think it's like. a little different, though. I mean, it's it's definitely difficult, but it's also if you just start doing it, if it's something new, like you were talking about earlier, you're wanting to. You do are it. for the first week, and then it becomes yeah, it's first old, week, right? Like, um, yeah, I did that. I'm a warrior. Prioritizing <laughs> yourself can happen in the morning, and that's one thing that you know during this season of my life where I have been struggling with anxiety and some depression, and that has been a challenge for me to want to get out of bed. But I have found through my husband, you need a partner sometimes, an accountability partner, whether that's a spouse or a friend or whatever, to literally yank your rear out of bed sometimes. You know, I found that truly getting up and getting myself, my exercise in two in the morning, my Mm -hmm. day is so much more productive. Now, listen, here's the deal. Self-care doesn't mean exercise. Wade and I are big believers in moving your body and the power that that has. And listen, I have seen that more than ever in these past five or six weeks for myself personally. I've always been big on exercise, but I've done it for a health reason, like for health versus for mental health maintenance. And right now I'm exercising not even so much so I can look good because, you know, for me it was motivation after baby to get my body back and all of that. That is out the window. It's therapy. Right now it it is my therapy and I'm doing it for a completely different reason. So I'm not saying that, you know, this has to be your form of self-care, but for me, it is exercise. And mm-hmm. I do feel like if you're struggling right now throughout the day, or if you're noticing that you're not as productive, I do encourage you to get some type of exercise in throughout the day. But that doesn't mean it has to be first thing in the morning. For us, that might work. But for you, what does your form of self-care look like? Is it a gratitude practice? Is it meditation? I have also found, you know, 
benefits, huge benefits to 10 minutes of just really getting into deep thought and focus within my mind, what it does for clarity. I personally use the Calm app. That is something that I have been using Mm -hmm. recently, and there's all different types of practices with that. I love that app because it walks me through you know, the practice of meditation. So whether that's meditation or whether it's, you know, getting up and reading your Bible or doing your devotional or whatever it may be, I think that there is just power to not just hopping out of bed and getting to chores or getting to packing lunches or getting to whatever it may be, but taking time to really get in a mindset that is ready to attack the day for me personally is critical. And so whatever that looks like for you, and that's going to look different for every single person, but I truly think that self-care starts in the morning. And when we start our day taking care of ourselves and filling our own bucket, we can pour that much more into others. Yeah. And it's, and like you said, I mean, there are going to be sacrifices being made. Nobody wants to get up at 5 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. I mean, but, but honestly, I mean, it's, it's one of those things to where, yeah, you may be you may be thinking you're sacrificing, but it's it's a time shift, it's a time management shift. Obviously, if you're going to wake up at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning to to do whatever you need to get done, you're gonna be tired at the end of the day. Go to bed earlier. Right. If you can, obviously. And I just find too that, you know, especially, you know, as an educator and as a parent, I am way more anxious throughout my entire day. If I don't get up and just have some like just get it out woosah time, mm-hmm. like just some time to myself to gather my thoughts, like I used to be great with hitting the ground running. That's what I was doing in the car. I was meditating, but, and you were interrupting my meditation. Right. I think, fig- guys, I figured it out. It took that's you what ten it was. years to that's get there. That's what it was. Okay, but I mean, but that's probably that's <laughs> probably very true, you know. And we talk all the time about, and I really am excited. I want to do an episode focusing on um, how we re-energize mm-hmm. because we you know we talk all the time about how we have recently recognized that you're an introvert and what that means for you. And so we'll talk about that in a different episode. But you know, I just think, what does it look like for you? If you're noticing right now that you are like not productive during the day, as productive as you want to be, or you're recognizing that you're just really in a funky mood in the morning, Mm -hmm. or you're recognizing that midday you're just not motivated to continue, really think about what what are your morning practices? What are you doing in the morning to prioritize yourself and to prioritize your mindset? Because listen, positive mindset is not just something that happens. Like, it is not something that you are just gifted with. It is not just something that... No. Now, generally, there are some... Of course, there's some people who just are very optimistic people, I happy a, people. I'm a very optimistic person. But you're not always in a positive mindset. But I'm not always in a positive mindset. Because a difference. positive mindset takes practice. Mm-hmm. And practice requires it being a priority. Mm-hmm. And priority requires sacrifice. And so, no, it's not just... It's not the simple excuse, well... I'm just that that's just not me. I'm just not a positive, you know, that, that's just not my thing. That's not my jam. It's because you haven't set it as a priority in your life and you haven't practiced it. So, think about right now, what does your morning look like? What is your what is your day looking like and how can you maybe make some shifts in the morning to really set yourself up to be productive throughout the day? Yeah, and so, it starts, I mean, especially coming from an educator's point of view, your your Monday doesn't really start on Monday, and every educator out there is probably saying, "Yeah, you, you right, Wade. Amen, <laughs> hallelujah." It starts probably that Sunday. Sunday it's the Sunday yeah. night blues, yeah. and it's the preparation that educators go through. But I'm sure parents and are I'm, feeling that and now that's as exactly, they get into another week of school. That's exactly what I was about to say. I yeah. I, I train with with my buddy Daniel, and he has two little girls at home. He and his wife they're they're doing the, the digital learning right now, and their teacher is amazing. He was telling me everything they were doing, and and they Daniel and his wife they get a 
whole Excel spreadsheet and a newsletter every single Sunday with links, what they're going to be learning throughout the week. That's amazing. Just everything. And that, number one, I, I'm, mentioning, I'm mentioning this because that takes a lot of work for that teacher. Mm-hmm. That teacher's killing it. Holy cow. But then again... Daniel and his wife are having to look at it too. And so they're starting to look at these things on Sunday night to prepare for the week. And so getting yourself, like Hope was saying, in that mindset before your day. Your day doesn't start that Monday. Your day starts the night before and preparing for that. I completely agree with that because, you know, even going back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, during this pandemic, but this has truly kind of taken place since I've become a parent. And since I have people depending on me from like the moment that they get out of bed in the morning, you know, for me, I have found that truly that night before, if our house is clean, if the floors are vacuumed, and I'm not saying, listen, I am not saying that we immaculately clean. Okay, guys, because we're talking about now this, like a cleanly cleanly house with kids, y'all already know, it's it's surviving, not thriving. Okay, if you thrive in the cleanliness area. Just putting things in in the right pile. Put it in the right pile. Right, but (laughs) having some order, having some structure, having just my floors clean, no dishes in the sink, that. I promise you, I am much happier to get out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. I am much ready to get much more ready to get out of bed in the morning than if I know my house is a disaster. Right. And so that is so true. You know, as a parent, as an educator right now, I encourage you not to hold off that work until Sunday night because I did this forever. Wade knows he can attest to this. I would I'm a procrastinator by nature. That is when I get my best work done. Y'all, I wrote one paper ahead of time in college, and I got a C on it. And I said, never again. Every paper that I wrote at 3 a.m. before it was due at 8 a.m. that morning, I would get an A, okay? So that's just who I, I work well under pressure, okay? Mm. So same is true for my lesson planning and how I ran my life. And I would always wait until that Sunday night and then I would wonder why I had the Sunday oh, scaries. Gosh. Well, duh. That gives me a heart attack Because right then now. I Think can't even it. shut my oh. brain off to go to bed. So mm-hmm. then I'm laying in bed. And if you're one of the ones laying in bed, like, why can I not go to sleep? Think about your, your routine the, the, the night of that, night before, you know? And so finding ways to get that work done earlier in the weekend so that on Sunday night, again, you do something with your family. You do something with your for yourself. You shut your brain off to that vicious cycle of all the things that you have to do. Make sure you have your list written out. Make sure that you have everything you know so you're not going to forget those things because um, you don't want just to have a list, a constant right. recurring list in your mind where you can have self-care that Sunday night and that Monday morning. I promise you it's going to put you in a better mindset. And the same is true, you know, for parents at night that you're preparing for digital learning the next day. Do all of that earlier on in the day so that you can truly disconnect from work and disconnect your mind from that and just have a relaxing Sunday night and, and, you know, a Monday morning. And people might say, again, I don't have time for that. No, guys, it's about how you're prioritizing your time. Mm -hmm. You have the time. You get to choose what you do with it. Mm. And so what are you doing earlier in the day that's keeping you from being able to what is get these what does Ed Milet say he say he says uh he he divides his day up into three days no I think it's two amazing concept yeah. for how like, he's sheesh. able to do so much work within a, sh- a short amount of time frame because he is so focused yeah you know one thing that I've heard so many people say and we heard our good friend Abby talk about it when she was doing um, a session on self-care for us for our get your teach on conference but it was the concept of eat the frog mm. And that means doing the big work or doing, you know, a task that's really daunting or something, you know, first and getting it done. Well, to me, I would rather eat the frog the night before, and that sets me up for, you know, a more productive day. So, again, your your day does start the night before. What you do the night before 
has an extreme impact on your following day. And yeah. what you do the morning of has an extreme impact on how your day progresses. Yeah, and I think also, I mean, there, there's a lot of commonalities, and I love that eat the frog mentality. I mean, d- do it before your day starts. Yeah. Because if, if you're doing, like, I, talking right now with you with this and hearing what you're saying, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I've always loved that eat the frog. We got to do it. Got to get it done. But then, again, you were, you were speaking on, hey, get that self-care in the first mm-hmm. thing in the morning, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's... I mean, you, you just got to balance that out. But I think through all of this, we're, we're seeing a lot of obstacles, and we've talked about some obstacles that come in, into play with with teaching and being a parent during this time period, but then also using our time to overcome those obstacles and prioritizing our time and what we're doing with those things. I mean, right off the bat, I mean, I can definitely think that these parents who are out there right now, they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting this schoolwork, and my child, they're, they're, they don't want to. They're, they're, they're tired of sitting in front of this computer screen. Well, what advice would you have to say for the parents who are struggling with getting their child motivated into this digital learning space? First of all, I just want to, before we move on to kids, I want to say one more thing yeah. about personal. Sure. Set yourself some goals. Set yourself some specific goals and write them down and hold yourself accountable to those things. And that can transition into our kids because, you know. I was about to say that that's not just personal, that's with kids too. Yeah, that's with with kids kids. too. But recognizing that you might have a Wade King in your house and you might have a Hope King in your house. You might have a kid that when their feet hit the floor, they're ready to chit chat and talk and have all of the amazing conversations for the day. Oh my gosh. And then you might have a Wade King who is purely the opposite of that. And I think, you know, I... I think this is true of our kids too, but I would wake up and, you know, I I wasn't used to that kind of personality. And so I'd be like, are you in a bad mood? Why are you in a bad mood? She did. Well, when you do that to somebody who's not in a bad mood, then you're you're going to put put them in a bad mood. Exactly. I am now. I've had, it's taken me 10 years, guys. Yeah. I've taken taken me 10 years to recognize this, recognize this. But I think it's true of our kids too. Like, why do you have a bad attitude this morning? But I, I, I know you don't want to go to school, but why do you wow. have a bad attitude? Yep. And then you're setting your child up for like, maybe they really don't have a bad attitude. Maybe they're just a quiet human being, unlike yourself or unlike something that you're accustomed to in the morning. Like, just let people kind of find their own rhythm. But with that said, with yeah, kids who... Kids' rhythms change, though, that too. They do. That is a fact. So that's okay. So Good does luck. yours, Wade, but <laughs> so we'll put hey. you on that same level. Hey, hey, um, hey. No, but, you know, for kids... I think whether you're an educator, whether you're a parent, the top thing to remember, something that is more contagious than the coronavirus itself is your energy. Your energy. And so what you bring into... Mm -hmm. Now, listen, I'm not saying that you have to be like that crazy in their face parent, like, wake up, woo, let's greet them. That's not what I'm talking about. But your energy is contagious. Your positivity is contagious. So if you are waking up and you are moping and you're like, I don't want to go through the day either. I know. If you're an educator and you've you've listened to us, you already know. You already know. You already know what we believe. I wish it were the weekend. I Mm -hmm. wish, I know, I wish it weren't Monday morning too. You're setting your kids up for failure. They're going to think the same thing. They're going to think the same thing. And so it's a matter of, this is a great Monday. It's a great day to have a great day. Positivity. Mm -hmm. You know, having all of that, that positive mindset, but that That is why it is so important for you to get up and take care of you so that you can then show up best for others, right? And so if you're an educator and you're walking into the classroom, kids are not going to be excited to learn from you if you're not excited to be there. Mm -hmm. Same thing for parents. If you're not excited to be present with your kids, they're not going to be excited to be there either. And so thinking of, you know, that first, 
But then also, what can we put into play for kids to motivate them to want to learn? Just like we talked about, like for us, it's exercise. Right. For some people, it's meditation. Right. For some people, it's gratitude journal. What is something that motivates your kid that they can get up and do in the morning, whether it be a passion project or something that they're really interested in, or maybe they have a choice, you know, maybe they get some choice and an opportunity of learning, but something that's going to motivate them in the morning to actually want to move throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. And it's not a reward. It's not like if you do this, I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z. It's literally figuring out what your kid is excited about. And not only in the morning time, I mean, if they have a break during the day, if instead of just eating or just resting, I mean, allow them that time and that space to express themselves. Mm -hmm. If it's drawing, if it's painting, if it's creating beats on on the iPad or the computer, if it's going outside, if it's shooting basketball, if it's playing a video, whatever it is, allow them that little little piece of time to think about this. Kids have recess during the day, right? Kids have recess. So what recess are you going to provide for your child Mm -hmm. in the home to allow them that space to just Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot for everybody right now. They've got to be able to disconnect just like you've got to be able to disconnect from whatever it is that you're working on. That's going to make you more productive to have those brain breaks, to have those little pieces to kind of gather yourself, and that's going to make you more productive. So the same is true in the morning. I say establish a really, with your child, let them have say, let them have, you Mm -hmm. know, sit down and say, what is, you know, what can we do to really set ourselves a good solid morning routine? Do you need to get up and just have 10 minutes of alone time in your bedroom in the morning to read? Do you just need to be able to sit there by yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you know what, what can we do for breakfast to get our day going right? Do we want to get up and have some some movement, some motion and movement in the morning? And setting just like you do for yourself, just like I do for myself, where I say I clean my house the night before. When I get up Mm -hmm. in the morning, I like to have about 10 minutes that I can just kind of meditate or gather my thoughts or kind of get myself motivated for the day. Then I like to exercise and then I'm ready to go. Right. What does that look like for your child? Mm -hmm. Children are humans just like us. Their brains work just like us. How are we going to help them establish routines? And I'm going to tell you another thing for kids too. We just talked about eat the frog with adults. Yeah. I would teach your child this concept. And now now I know that you can't always plan out the day and the content that they're learning because teachers have done that. But what are tasks in your child's day that might be a frog for them? How can we help them eat the frog earlier on in the day so that way they're more motivated to continue with the easier task as as they get a little bit tired, more tired, as they are a little bit more exhausted or whatever after Mm -hmm. school. So these concepts that we're telling you that we implement into our personal life, the same thing holds true for our kids. It's about, again, establishing what priorities need to be set and established to have a good solid foundation to the day, and then creating goals that are sustainable. Right. Because if you're going to do this and say, Woo-hoo, okay, I'm excited. Um, this is new. This is something new. I'm going to yeah. start this. But if this isn't a practice that you do daily, it's going to have no benefits. Yeah, consistency is the magic sauce. And again, educators, if you're listening and you've listened to Hope and I for a while, you already know that. Yeah. We always tell you, be consistent as consistent as possible. And the other part that I was just thinking about as you were talking, as we've been having these conversations, I think one of the main, and this goes for educators, this goes for parents, don't sweat the small stuff. Learn, Especially in the morning. Learn how oh, not man. to sweat the, the small things, the things that irritate you. I mean, is that really that big of a deal? I mean, does it does it impact your day as a whole? Does it impact your child's day as a whole? Does it impact your student's day as a whole? A lot of what I've recently been seeing are teachers posting pictures of their kids coming in 
digitally. And some of them are, are laying down. Some of them have blankets. Some of them are at barber shops, but they're <laughs> tuning in. And at this point, Edu- it's a new day in education, guys. It looks different. Yeah, I it mean, looks different. But at this point, I'm like, you don't know what's going on completely inside of that home. You don't know what's going on with that child. That child is at least there. Yeah. And so, they're yeah, they're present. I am so thankful for that. And I know educators are too. And I, I think it's it's one of those things as, yes, li- living with, with people during this time period, education during this time period, a lot of things will irk our nerves, but we have to understand who, who we're living with, not to sweat the small things that don't impact our day as a whole. Yeah, I mean, you know, and here's the thing that I've noticed about myself, and so maybe you guys listening might be the same. Your chair is very squeaky, by the way. It is squeaky. Can y'all hear that squeak? We've squeak? got to. We've so got to. We, we've got to work on that. We're actually in our basement. But she just fussed at me, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to stay still and not move. That was yeah. That was my cue. Good job. See, this is ten years. We're, this we're is getting hard. Somewhere. No, but I have found that I don't sweat the small stuff nearly as much, and I think that you could probably attest to this as my spouse living with me every day, especially during a pandemic. But I don't sweat the small stuff nearly as much when I get up and I do my routine for my day. Mm. If I get up and I don't, I just hop out of bed because I am I woke up late and I hop out of bed and I don't have my time and I don't have time to get my exercise in, I'm telling you, things irritate me. Things frustrate me. My patience is a lot shorter, has a lot shorter fuse. Again, it's about getting those routines in. And so I think that is so true about not sweating the small stuff in our homes with our kids and not allowing a small issue to escalate into something that is then going to have an impact on right. our entire day. The same is true of our classroom. I think it's creating a space where we recognize that every single person is different. Every single person <laughs> attacks the morning I think that's what we're seeing here. in a different way than we do and just recognizing that, but also putting things into place that helps everybody find their best positive self, right. their best version of their, themselves to show show up. And so, you know, parents, educators, once again, I encourage you, it starts with you. You kind of, your energy is contagious for the rest of the day for your kids, right? And so we've got to, again, make sure that we are in the right mindset, take care of ourselves before we can take care of others. Mm -hmm. And so how are you taking care of yourself in the morning and how are you establishing routines for your kids to be able to take care of themselves to really have the best start to the day? And to be successful. um, Yeah. uh, It's... Well, and to... Yeah, go ahead. Be happy and to be able to find joy in the things that we're doing and to be able to, you know, find joy in one another. I mean, if we're all just waking up and staying in our cranky state and, and going through the same going through the same motion. motions. It's not and, the routine, it's the motion. Yeah. And I think that there is a difference between that because a routine really establishes us to attack the day with the best with mindset. Goals. With, with goals. goals. Yeah. Going through the motion is robotic. You're just doing it because you have to do it. And there is a huge difference. That's a great Point. You like that? Waking. That's two for today. Is anybody tracking Waking's what, point? What did because, I say? Okay, it's not about going through, through the motions. The motions. It's about. It's about establishing routines. That, I said, guys, I said that. He wants somebody to put that on an image with I, his name below. I it say a lot a of things, but Hope just keeps <laughs> stealing my quotes. No, that's why we had to write a book. <laughs> that is not so, true, guys. So I can get credit. <laughs> Don't believe anything he says unless I validate it. When I tell you that he gets a point, that's when it's real. No, um, but I think that, that is so valid. And I think that I've seen that in my life and during this time specifically. There for a while, I was definitely going through the motions. I was very robotic. I was going through the motions. Yes, I was being a mom, but I was 
going through the motions of being a mom. I wasn't really present mm. in the day because I was just doing what I had to do because I had to do it. I had to get up and because face the day. Because it's hard, because guys. It's hard. it's hard. And But now that I have seen the power of routines, well, really, I've always known the power of routines, but really setting my focus on remembering the power of routines, I'm able to actually truly be present in mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there is such a difference there. And so maybe that'll help someone see, you know, are you going through the motions? Right. And maybe that's why you're miserable. Is your child going in through the motions? In this position that you're are in you, as an educator, as a parent, is your, your child. Are your students going through the motions? Just everything we're telling you guys right now, I mean, it's, it's, it's what kids need too. And it's what we have found as teachers, as parents, we haven't been perfect at all of these things. And we've learned from not following through these and yeah. reflecting like, oh, that's why this works here. I mean, we've, we've gone through the motions many we, of times. We, we, yes. Oh Even my recently. Gosh. Yes. Even and, recently. And some days there are days when you just go through the motions. Right. But you want to try mm-hmm. to make each day better than the day before. And so, you know, and I think that is, that's a great, you know, really starting place to, to start out with. How, how do I need to structure my day? Well, let me first of all realize, am I just going through the motions or do I have effective routines in place? And again, same thing for your students, same thing, same thing for your kids. There's, there's a lot of power in self-reflection, but in order to do that, you have to show up as your authentic self mm-hmm. and not visualize and really evaluate yourself based on what you want to be, but based on what you are. And there's no guilt in that. Listen, there's no guilt in saying, I'm telling y'all right now, there's been many days during this pandemic, even in the past few weeks that I've gone through the motions. That doesn't make you a bad mom or a bad dad or a bad parent or a bad spouse Mm -hmm. or a bad teacher. Mm -hmm. But if you don't recognize it, it could lead to that. It definitely could. It could lead to you having a negative impact on your students or a negative impact on your children because you are just going through the motions. And don't who wants to live life just going through the motions? Like I don't find a lot of joy in life when I'm going through the motions. And if you found yourself, I mean, just even listening to this right now, whether you're in your car or your exercise, whatever you're doing right now, and you and you feel guilty about it, don't feel guilty about it. No. Because we're human. This is a no guilt yeah, zone. That, when you come human. and listen to this podcast, everything that we're talking about, the reason we're able to talk about it is because we've done these yeah. things. Like we've, we've gone through, we've had those emotions, we've struggled with that, we've dealt with it. And so um, this is absolutely, you know, as we as you continue to, to be a part of this community and to join us on this podcast, we want to make that clear. Absolutely. This is a no guilt zone. And when we're telling you to, you know, evaluate where you are and think about where you are and show up as your authentic self, nobody's perfect. Nope. No, Nobody listening right now, you can have the best Instagram feed mm-hmm. with the happiest family mm-hmm. and the happiest mm-hmm. students and everything look great. And I promise you, they have a story too. So just always remember that. Just wanted to encourage you because we know that right now it is a difficult time. Everybody's facing challenges. Everybody is feeling off, y'all. It's a funky feeling right now. Like, Back to school and getting back to school and getting back to, to the, you know, the grind is a funky feeling. And so it's okay to feel funky, but what are things that we can put in place to show up as our best self every single day? And one of those things for us has definitely been how we start our day and really focusing on those routines and getting yeah. routines established. So we encourage you, look at your routines. What routines do you have in place? How can you better those? How can you better those for your kids, for yourself, for your students? Um, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. Eat the frog, guys. Do Eat it. the nasty frog. Do the hard things first. And if you're feeling, um, and as a reminder, if you're feeling it, your your kids, your students are feeling it as well. Yeah. And I mean, that what we're talking about right now is a lot of just mental health. I mean, even with education, that's what we kind of need to focus on right now. Not kind of, that's what we need to focus on. And so 
Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Make sure your kids are okay. Make sure your students are okay. Make sure your family members are okay. And encourage them. Encourage them that, hey, we can do this. That's right. So I, and you know, I want to emphasize that as we wrap up this episode, you know, as you are starting to go through these and think about your routines, you know, always, this is something that we always want to encourage you to do is encourage others along the way. You got to, you got to encourage people. So think about this week also, as you're thinking of your routines and as you're thinking of your morning routine, and maybe that's what you want to do in the morning during your time is think of a way that you can encourage others. I think that's one of the most important things that we can do in this community. And if we're making a habit of that every single day, Mm -hmm. how can I encourage someone Mm -hmm. today? How can I uplift someone today? If you're a parent, encourage an educator. If you're an educator, encourage a parent because they're struggling right now too. encourage your kids. And that's how we're truly going to be able to find the best version of ourselves, show up, show up for our community, Mm -hmm. show up for one another and walk this journey together. So thank you guys for listening and joining us for this episode of the new EDU. Um, We're excited to hear about your goals, your priorities that you're setting for the morning. So make sure that you post those somewhere on social media. If you do the social media thing, tag us or DM us what, how you're changing your morning. We'd love to see. We love love to to interact and be involved with you guys and hold y'all accountable just like you continue (laughs) to do us. So until next time, everybody, have a beautiful week. The new EDU is hosted by me, Wade King. And me, Hope King. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfush. And edited by Andrew Weller. With production support from Sterling Coates and Chase Mayo. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. The new EDU podcast is a 3% chance production.